Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What up? You're listening to Almost Accurate. I'm Jake. I am Ryan. And this is a podcast about movies, about TV shows, about video games, about how one of us is halfway through their COVID punch card to getting a free Subway sub. Yeah, this has been the second go-round for me that I know of. Though, I will tell you, not as bad as my first stint. Well, very happy that you are alive and well, Ryan, and uh, feeling a lot better than you were this time last week. Um, yeah, yeah. I think it was just more fatigue and tiredness. wasn't like anything else. So I don't. You don't really hear about COVID that much nowadays, and I guess rightfully so, unless you're like an old person. It's like a death sentence. Yeah, or you're just a little bit sleepy. Yeah. I'm just, that's all it was. I was like, oh, I'm going to take a nap nap. Yeah, we all need a, we all need a good nap nap every now and then. Um, how was your, how was your Thanksgiving? Um, it wasn't bad. I'm trying to th- remember exactly what I did. Oh, I went to a concert. That was pretty good. Um, I went to like a metal kind of concert, but the band I went to go see is like a metal punk band. Um, that was pretty cool. Um, and then I went to the NASCAR museum Saturday because they're closing it up, um, either like on the 16th or something. They're closing up this month. Fucking hell. What for? <laughs> um, so it's got Winston's name in it cause they used to run the NASCAR thing. And, um, I guess they're pissed that this place is using their name cause they closed oh. down for a brief stint there for a little bit and then they reopened. And oh, then, you went to the, the Winston Cup one in Winston, not the yes. Hall of Fame in Charlotte. <laughs> no. Um, okay. <laughs> that should be one I put on my list, too. Um, and I really just do it to go see the nostalgia of it. I don't keep up with any of it anymore. It's just kind of for shits and giggles and to be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I would feel that nostalgia hit as well. I I have not, <laughs> have not watched NASCAR in a pretty long while uh i yeah yeah, cannot i cannot keep up with them and their their constant changing of the rules and weird gimmicks and point system that makes no sense yeah it's it's entertaining (laughs) which you should never do in sports (laughs) yeah should always be like this is the product and sometimes it sucks and you know what that will make you appreciate when you get a good game or a good race yeah, it's like only banging a missionary, you know? Yeah, yeah. When you flip it, all of a sudden you flip it around. Now you're just like, oh man, what have I been missing? 
But if that's what you're doing all the time, you'd be like, huh, I bet there's a, a different way to do this too. Turns out there is. I've counted at least three different ways of doing it, Ryan. Maybe well, four. You can improve technique <laughs> by just doing it one way, you know? Yeah, that's right. That's why I refuse to move ever. <laughs> Get on top. That's why we just that's why we have a big water bed. So you just have to like wiggle a little bit and let the let gravity do its work. Is it gravity or water? I don't know how that works. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> well, you're I, technically your penis is defying gravity. That's true. That is true. That's I, I'm somewhat of a rocket man myself. Hey, you're a regular David Blaine. <laughs> uh, I'm a real Chris Angel type, just levitating all over the place. When I fuck, I love to yell, "Mind freak!" <laughs> now we're talking. <laughs> fuck i used to think he was the coolest person ever when i was like 12 years old <laughs> i bet he listens to god smack whenever he's fucking i bet he listens to recordings of himself i bet he shows magic tricks i bet he says in his head now you see it now you don't now you see it now you don't now you see it now you don't <laughs> <laughs> when he's about he just, to like hates He's like hates David Blaine because I think that would be like the biggest competition, and mm-hmm. he's just kind of like banging the person. But he's like, I hate you, David Blaine. Clack, 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 you know. I was gonna say he does the, like a magic trick when he comes, and he's just like, oh, but now it's in your ear. <laughs> oh god! Or if it just comes out the mouth immediately, <laughs> it goes the other direction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyways for those of you that are still listening uh this (laughs) this week's episode yeah we've got a lot of news to catch up on and both of us have also uh been busy at work watching squid game netflix's squid game the challenge which would you like to talk about first ryan let's go ahead and do the news all right We'll keep it. We'll keep it vanilla tonight. You know, we'll perfect what we got going on. Right, and then we'll do doggy style towards the end. Oh, God, <laughs> that's something I wish you didn't say to me. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, hey, I think I'm going to try to pull up the news and see if what happens. All right, um, great. So uh, there's going to be a new TED prequel, uh, basically about the bear. Um, I'm not sure how that's going to go. <laughs> I'll be honest oh, with I you. Thought I thought it would just a trailer for this. Oh, I was really hoping it'd just be a digitally de-aged Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> yeah, it's not gonna be that. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Mark Wahlberg's got his own movie coming out on Apple TV soon, where he's like a hitman. His family doesn't know about it. It's a, isn't he a former spy that drives a minivan now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the wife something like, like that says something about his minivan. He's like, I love the minivan. I love the I love the Christ the 2023 Chrysler Pacifica. Oh God, that's not a uh, an advertisement at all. Um, Harold and Kumar Four is confirmed. Um, that's interesting because the last one came out like 2014, and that was the third one. That would that would make sense if they're doing a fourth one after the third one. If they had done a fourth one before the third one, I would have really questioned if they knew what they were doing. But um, I they haven't seen. Been high. Yeah. 
<laughs> they love some of that and some fucking White Castle, which is the last one that I saw. I think. Yeah, yeah I, that's definitely a stoner movie. You definitely got to be high and watch that one. Though I've watched it sober, and it's it's entertaining, but probably doesn't hit as hard. Especially as the years go on, you're like, Doogie Hauser, who the fuck's this? This is the guy from uh, How I Met Your Mother. You know that Cal Penn worked at the White House in the Obama administration? <laughs> I did, because whatever it happened, <laughs> I was like, for real? And then he is gay, too, which I was kind of surprised about. Um, because he's just kind of like an old dog in Harold and Kumar. Man, this guy's got it all going on, doesn't he? I know. So many so many facets that he's got going on. No, he seems like a genuinely lovely person. Very yeah, intelligent. He seems <laughs> Not, yes, he was intelligent. Wasn't that great in the Santa Claus thing? It yeah, like, have not Santa seen Claus that. Yeah, it was all right. We're watching the second one right Santa now. Santa Claus came out. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> that would be fabulous. Why has no one done that yet? That sounds like something really engineered to piss off some Republicans. That would be beautiful. <laughs> I hope somebody green lights the shit out of something like that. Oh, it's Mr. Claus and Mr. Claus now? It's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. It's Adam and Eve, not Santa Claus and Steve. Fucking uh, Steve, yeah. <laughs> Chris yeah, Kringle dude. and Chris Jingles. How about that? Mind freak! Mind freak. Um, yeah, never mind this made-up character is, you know, homosexual now. Whoa. <laughs> People wouldn't be upset about it, though. Hilarious. I People love would it. be That's upset about it. it. Be like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, kids. We've been lying to you for years, but we've also been lying about Santa Claus's sexual uh, orientation. That motherfucker's gay as hell. Yep. He isn't looking for milk and cookies. He's looking for cookie dough. Try again. Loves it raw. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, Snoop Dogg said... (laughs) (laughs) We haven't talked in like a couple weeks, Jake. So that might be shining through. We're just like two dumb children. I'm just going to, anybody else that's listening to this, I, forgive us. We haven't talked in a couple of weeks. And this is, you know, you're just along for the ride. Yeah, this is what we do. <laughs> we appreciate it. It doesn't get any better than this. These are some of my favorite ones. Ta-da! <laughs> because we literally cannot stop. And we no. won't. We won't. Not I refuse to keep this on track. Yeah. That's what I'm all about. I mean, technically, we're still in the news pool, so I mean, we've we're done, still kind of on track. We've done two <laughs> news stories so far. Oh, well, that's true. <laughs> we, we're getting there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Snoop Dogg apparently said he was stopping smoking, but it was fake. It was a, uh, an ad for some other fucking bullshit. Yeah, it was for it a, was a publicity bar- stunt. Cleaner burning, like fire pit or something like that it's oh, fucking lame is fucking anyways <laughs> moving on to the next one he is really dulled down over his years apparently um no i, I don't know i was gonna make up something but I, I i'm not gonna do that not to you stoop um 
but I am going to make some stuff up about Taylor Swift. Um, she supports um, no, no. Republicans. Yes, famously, Ryan's years-long vendetta against Taylor Swift, where you said that she she was um, she was the one that convinced Michael Vick to do the dogfighting thing. She was when she, she was also... like eleven, I think. <laughs> eleven. Whenever they were like, "Oh my God, this kid's on a hot air balloon." And they thought like some kid had been on a hot air balloon. I don't. Do you remember that? There was like this whole thing that this dad pretty much made up that his kid was on a hot air balloon. I remember because my father is very big on Fox News, and you know they would show like the police chases your, your, and all that shit. Your dad's Sean Hannity. My dad would suck <laughs> Sean Hannity's dick. <laughs> my, my dad's watched so much fox news that it's literally bleached onto the tv like the the emblem oh no yeah i mean this is the world i live in let's not act not act surprised i grew up watching nascar dad's a republican and we're living in north carolina okay i probably described like half the white population if not more This hot air balloon, you say? <laughs> yes. And when I say the white population, I just mean us in North Carolina. Uh, yeah. But anyway. We, yeah. <laughs> you know how it is. Your family's white, Jake. Um, mm, but yeah. Not the last so time Taylor's, I checked. <laughs> Taylor Swift <laughs> put that kid on the hot air balloon. Uh, that joke kind of went nowhere because we went off on another tangent. Never mind. <laughs> we'll come back. <laughs> I digress. I'll think of another one later. It'll be better. Don't worry. You give us time. It'll happen. It will happen. (laughs) It will happen again. Um, There's a big, bright Modern Warfare 3 camo skin locked behind a $60 sling bag. Uh, And this looks like fucking shit. And if you pay money for that, I'm, uh, you know, more power to you. I'm going to piss on you. That's what I'm going to (laughs) do. What's the next one, Ryan? Uh, isn't this guy... What, who did he play in The Walking Dead? Uh, I can't remember. Was it Craig or something like that? I can't remember. Yeah, Craig he, did. Craig did. He did. Craig did from The Walking Dead. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> Stephen Ian uh, circle secret. God, it's like I've never read before. <laughs> secret Thunderbolts roll accidentally revealed. Basically, one of his buddies was on, um, I guess, some interview, and he was like, "Oh yeah, he's playing so and so in the new Thunderbolts movie. He's playing Sentry." Which, I mean, I love comic book movies. Well, I did. And I took a long break from that. But I'm not really familiar with Sentry, so it really didn't do anything for me. I'm like, oh, okay. Cool. I am familiar with Steven Young, though, and he's a good actor. Um, that show, obviously, I've seen him in The Walking Dead a little bit, but he was in uh, Beef on Netflix. Yeah. Which I knew was you were going to say that. Great series. <laughs> I think it was cool. Emmy nominated. Yeah, it's really fucking good. Um, if you haven't, if anyone hasn't watched that, I think it kind of flew under some people's radars. But that was a great, great series. Also, 
these are some of my favorite news stories because you know how much like legal red tape there is with like actors and production studios. And then just somebody's friend just (laughs) is just out there broadcasting this information. I love that. I love that kind of shit be like, well, that guy didn't sign an NDA. So he's just (laughs) out there spreading the news. That's what we'll see if this shit. Yeah, this movie may never even get made, but this guy, just his random friend knows about it, and he's telling everybody. Well, you know, he could probably get in trouble for that. I mean, right? Stephen could? Uh, Yeah, theoretically. I mean, it's it's more of just just a headache because studios, they're very, very careful about what they announce when they announce it because they... You know, they just want to control, you know, the narrative, announce things and announce actors and characters when they want to. It's more of that. It's not, it's not like there's going to be legal ramifications because this is out there, but it's just it's more of an annoyance. So I don't I don't know how they handle that kind of thing internally. I think they just kind of have to grin and bear it. <laughs> but uh, but they're not as big as they were. You know, I don't think it's like if. If there was some something crazy going to happen, and he's not going to get game, fired, <laughs> they're not yeah. going to make him do the movie for free now. <laughs> they should. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> that would. I would like to see a follow up news story. Be like, yeah, I had to. I shouldn't have told my friend, and now I had to do this movie for free. I didn't even get paid for it. I had to quit. <laughs> I got fired. Uh, um. <laughs> Let's see, what else do we have here? Sorry, scrolling back down because my phone jumped up way up there. Uh, another speak, Another leak happened. Uh, apparently there's going to be a Last of Us Part 2 remaster on the PS5 that we know about now. <laughs> Seems a little soon. When did the Last of Us Part 2 come out? I mean, I feel 2020. like... 2020. <laughs> yeah. That new Zelda game looks really good. The remake... Which new one? <laughs> uh, there was one that was done in an Unreal Engine. Oh, yeah, the tech tech demo. <laughs> yeah, that looked really good. Yeah, wish they'd make that for real. Um, these are always like really funny. That is very that is very soon. I, I it makes me wonder if it's is it even does a game that's three years old need a remaster or is it just like a next gen patch where maybe they. <sighs> Uh, the la- the one they did, I think it was last year, The Last of Us Remastered, Remastered, was a genuine, you know, a, a bigger jump for the PS5. This, though, I mean, surely they can't have done that much to it because that game already was, like, probably the best-looking one on the PS4. I mean, just tweak the lighting a little bit and up the frame rate. Like, it's only three years old. <laughs> yeah, I... I don't know. <laughs> You think this is a cash grab? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, most remasters are. <laughs> well, some of them are worth it. Like, I would say, like, destroy all humans. Like, even though I briefly played it because I played the original one, like, right yeah. before I tried the second one. Like, that's kind of cool. They definitely was, made things better. But it was so similar that by the time you had finished replaying the original and going straight into the remaster, you got tired of it. Cause it yeah, was, I was like, I've played this before <laughs> all of this. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. So maybe, yeah. <laughs> Same it's reason fun. I didn't bother 
you know, playing Spider-Man again for Spider-Man 2. Like, yeah, it's yeah. it's, it's similar. It's close enough to where you don't want to play two of those back to back because you'll you're gonna get sick of it. <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of like going to the same party over and over again, being like, oh, well, I guess we're gonna be doing this again. I'll tell you a remaster that I have been playing recently, though, that's really good. Uh, the Final Fantasy Pixel remasters. Uh, so this is a collection of the first six Final Fantasy games mm-hmm. all in one package where they've gone and they've redone the art artwork for Final Fantasies one through four uh, to, you know, kind of bring them up to the standards that they were on like the, the Super Nintendo. And it's like all new, like redrawn pixel artwork with, you know, the super widescreen format, some quality of life things like auto saves so you don't waste an hour of your time because these games love to just cut you off from save points yeah Um, you can speed up like the the battle systems turn on and off random encounters kind of toggle how much experience you want to get um and my 20s yeah (laughs) no experience (laughs) random counts and uh yeah <laughs> getting that strange <laughs> um and you can toggle on and off like whether the whoa <laughs> um you can talk toggle on and off the original music or like this kind of orchestral music with like electric guitars and violins and shit which is also sounds like pretty cool so it's a really neat it's a really neat package you can buy them all um separately or in one thing, but that's that's been a lot of fun. That's going to take up a lot of uh, airport time next week, I think. <laughs> nice, yeah, because you'll be heading off, off to is it the Midwest? The, the middle. Just the middle. Colorado's right in the middle, I guess. Is it? Be, yeah, pretty much. I'm going to be on mountain time. Yeah. Which means that I will be waking up at like 5 a.m. whether I feel like it or not. (laughs) No. You'll be sleeping in later. Oh, you'll be 5 o'clock there because you're used to waking up at 6 here. That's what happened the last time I was there. (laughs) I follow you, and you might feel like shit the second day you're there. Yeah, I love that altitude. The air feels so much better up there. (laughs) And then, you know, the dispensaries. Yeah. <laughs> I dared Jake before we got on here to try to smuggle pot back to North Carolina. We'll see what happens. Yeah, they don't call it the Mile High City for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, six, six years later, Mario Kart 8 is deluxe. Sorry. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe has finally dropped out of the top 20 U.S. game sales. Which is crazy. (laughs) I mean, I would love it is the best one they've ever made for sure. I can't imagine if there's any single person that owns a switch that doesn't own this game. That would be crazy. Got it. I got my switch and I got this like the same day. Yeah, that would be insane to not have Mario Kart on there. Um, but I think it's also a sign that the Switch is almost seven years old and uh, 
Mario Kart 8 originally came out on the Wii U in 2014, so it's time for them to make 9. <laughs> yeah. Um, from my understanding is... So they essentially released a whole new game. With all the add-ons of. and yeah, extra tracks and stuff. Expensive, but they're definitely not going to release another Mario Kart game for this uh, generation, the Switch. Not on this one. We'll see if that Switch 2 pans out, if it actually comes out next year or not. It's surely it's it's going to. They're just going to do a remaster of this game and then. Oh, no. Six years. <laughs> that's what this that's what deluxe was, though. <laughs> well, it's going to be an extra deluxe. You throw a deluxe at the end of deluxe and people are like, oh, shit, what the fuck? Mario, Mario Kart 8 double deluxe. <laughs> we doubled down. <laughs> we doubled it down. We're never going to make another one again. Enjoy <laughs> gonna, it. It's still going to be $60. I mean, as long as I can be Lemmy, I'm happy. <laughs> give me Lemmy or give me death. Well, speaking of death, and and continuing on the... the... Leaks? Yeah. <laughs> I was Man. trying to think of another word there, but it did not come to me. Well, uh, just, yeah, people need to fix their pipes. Because they're leaking. There is leaks all over the place. Yep, yep. Now we're cooking. Now we're cooking. Uh, Borderlands 4 and Tiny Tina's Wonderlands 2 accidentally leaked. Not surprising they're going to make more of those. Yeah. Was anybody really surprised? I just think it's closer than people expected. Maybe. Uh, Well, I mean, all it says is that they're going to make it. I mean, technically, Red Dead 3 leaked, and all they said was, yeah, we're going to make another one at some point. Well, that's so, not even you know, real. <laughs> that's like bullshit news. They're still, like... they're still thinking about it. They're like, yeah, this successful franchise? Yeah, we're probably going to make some more games. <laughs> yeah, that's just like, I'm going to breathe air tomorrow. Maybe. Yeah. I, mean, I guess there's a chance I might not, but there's also a chance they may not do the games. I don't know, but yeah. Odds are in our favor. But that's the plan, at least. Yeah. (laughs) Dumb. It's dumb. I hate that news. It's not really really news, is it? (laughs) We made a lot of money, and we're going to try to make more. Let's get to the real news of tonight. Urkel Saves Santa, the movie, is going to be released. (laughs) Steve Urkel. Thank God. Is coming back. To be Uh, Urkel. Is... Why? It's been 15 <laughs> years, maybe even longer. Well, you know how we were just talking about reboots and remasters and why people keep doing them? Who this was is asking? The same guy. Who was I asking for it? I don't know. You know, I did wonder for a long time why Family Matters wasn't out there because you hear people talk about like old characters and nobody talks about Urkel anymore. Yeah. Nobody knows about the Urkel. I mean, Fraser's back, and he can't stop talking about how he can't wait to vote for Donald Trump again. So, oh no, he didn't. <laughs> yes, he Kelsey Grammer sure did. No, he did. <laughs> he definitely did. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I was I read... like, Kelsey, stop. <laughs> Everybody's entitled to their own opinion, even if they're wrong. You know, I I still love Fraser. That won't. I can separate the man from the art. Um, but geez, mm, did not know he said that. Yep. <laughs> well, this probably like lines a... up. See, 
Kelsey Grammer's from New uh, North Carolina. He's probably watched NASCAR, um, and he's a Republican who supports Donald Trump. Andy's your dad. We haven't revealed that before. That <laughs> if that was the case, I would probably be living in like a fancier place than I'm living now. Not that I'm living in a dump. I just would be in a fancier place. Um, what a bombshell Jay. that would be to reveal that like five years in, be like, oh yeah, by the way, <laughs> it would be like Kelsey Christmas that day. It'd be like Christmas that day, but like, say what? I mean, Can obviously, you... I'd be torn because everything I knew was a lie, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, just hit the lottery, bitch. Can you imagine listening to this podcast for five years and we just never said that until now? Could you imagine just anybody listening to this podcast for the five years we've done it? I don't. <laughs> I don't. Well, we're, I mean, here I'll we look, are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Still doing it. Anyways, Urkel Save Santa the movie is out now or coming soon. <laughs> you posted this on November the 19th, so it could be out by now. That is true. Um, now there's no way, There's no way of finding out. Yeah, you well, you can search, but oof, we'd have no time for that. We're we're on the track. We're doing the thing. Right. Um, I'd have to open a third tab, and I will not do that. Yeah, God forbid. <laughs> I've I work in IT, and I've seen people have like a million tabs open there, just like no nope. two tabs at a time. That's what why? I that's what I tell people at work too. Yeah, some guy um, some guy brought in his phone the other day. And it had like porn all over it. <laughs> He's like, like, I don't my know. Brother. How this I don't know. <laughs> I, mean... I love when that happens. Like, I was like, dang, I saw some boobs at work today. All right. <laughs> I love that as a lie. I don't know how this happened. I was just trying to buy a pair of shoes, and all of a sudden there's titties on my phone. Sorry. Internet is a like crazy place. It looks like it's something with your Google account. Where you opened Google and typed in Big Natties and hit search. Yeah. It, it doesn't necessarily have to be on this particular device. It's just the whole Google profile you got going there. But, you know, I digress. Your um, Google profile of... name is tittylover69420 at gmail.com. <laughs> Tittyboy666. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know how that's happened. <laughs> it's the craziest thing. <laughs> I make her squirt at hotmail.com. It's like you were on page like 18 on Pornhub. <laughs> you, know, you did a I search have... and you were on page 18. <laughs> I have seen some stuff where people were like, do that. There was one girl, she was like, don't go through Safari. And I was like, okay. And I didn't. And then I talked to somebody the next day who also helped the same girl. And she told them the same thing. And then like deleted some stuff. And I was like, word. Probably word. Some weird stuff. <laughs> Computers and porn, man. It's pretty much like working in IT. We're in porn. We're in the porn industry because of it. You know, because whatever diseases porn causes to your computer, we fix it. Yeah. yeah. You guys are like the clinic. Yeah. 
the minute clinic. Right, well, <laughs> the cookies and cash and forget everything here. Well, um, speaking of that, or maybe I guess the opposite of, of, of porn. Yeah. Uh, Omni man's butt's getting smaller in Fortnite. <laughs> he's, uh, he's lost some weight. I love <laughs> the picture here of him pretty much doing like a stripper pose. Yeah. And they made <laughs> him look like, like no they gave him like SpongeBob's ass. <laughs> Yeah, there's like a square. <laughs> it kind of uh, looks like Batman. Like the little arches yeah, at the top my, of his hips. It looks like he's stuffed like a FedEx package down his pants. I mean, it's dense, but there's no it's, shape. It's really funny. <laughs> um, uh, Fortnite's crazy. Fortnite uh, apparently just hit its like like highest amount of players um, because I guess they brought back an old map and they're trying to bring Peter Griffin in there, which uh, I'm skipping a little bit in the news, but uh family guy got moved from the Sunday night to the Wednesday night. Yeah, um, even, even more surprising to that news. They're still making new episodes of family guy. Uh, how much longer? I mean, with, you know, Seth MacFarlane doing Ted and is he still doing that, uh, like Star Trek kind of one too? No, they, they. I think that got canceled. Oh uh, well, you know, I don't know how much longer Family Guy is going to be out there if they don't improve. But then again, The Simpsons have been out there, and people have apparently hated that for twenty years, millennia. <laughs> yeah, the, the Simpsons. It's crazy to think that The Simpsons were have been around so long that they had 15 years of good and then 15 years of bad after that and they're still going yeah that I don't they know. still had 15 good years though before it started getting bad and then they still just kept going it's like most relationships <laughs> sure <laughs> um so how about this for crazy so they're trying to make another chicken run movie which I've never seen the first one, so maybe they're good. I don't know, but they're it's running George out Clooney, of... right? I have no idea. I think it's isn't that fantastic, Mr. Fox? That is fantastic, Mr. Fox. Um, no, Chicken Run creators are running out of clay. Could you imagine trying to make a movie and you're like, the one thing that you didn't think would happen happens. You run out of fucking clay. Well, they've been making it. For, it takes like again, like thirty years to make one of these movies. <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I, I'm gonna. I have a confession to make. Oh God! <clears throat> okay, I have bad. a phobia <laughs> of Ardman Studios animations, like this shit and Wallace and Gromit. The way that their characters look and move gives me the creeps. It literally makes my skin crawl. Is it because they're English? It's because they're English. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> It's terrible, Jake. It creeps me out. I can't handle it. They sound so weird, man. <laughs> I can't I, do it. I guess I can understand that. It's out of the norm and it looks a little strange, but that doesn't bother me. But I have seen some things and I'm like, mm, something about this makes me feel strange after I watch it. Because you're so turned on. No. <laughs> Maybe it's kind of like getting touched by your uncle. I think we may have touched on that three weeks ago or whatever. I will never touch on that. <laughs> what on your uncle? Yes. All right. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> I have some exciting news. I am really excited about this. Uh, Chris All Pine right. is pretty confident <clears throat> at Dungeons & Dragons sequel is happening. Um, that first one was really good. I enjoyed that. And then I read shortly after I watched it, which was like back in October, maybe even in September. And like they thought it would be a one-off. So I guess this has done pretty well since coming to like streaming services. I think this is one that outperformed expectations. Um, okay. We still haven't watched this yet, but it's kind of on our radar because I th- I think that, yeah, a lot of people are positive on it. I'm glad that you uh, apparently liked it so much. Yeah, I, I thought it was really good. Yeah. Well, we'll have to give it a watch. We'll chuck it in the old end of year uh, lazy day movie watching, I think. Yeah, that's definitely one I would put on my list if I were you. Do it. Uh, Nicholas Holt is... Apparently in talks to play uh, Lex Luthor in the new, new, new DCEU. Yeah, we'll see how that works out. I mean, yeah. I'm sure he'll do a good job, but I don't know. Tim or James Gunn's over it, so we'll 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 see how that all plays out. Yeah. Last Suicide, suicide last Suicide Squad was pretty good. So was Peacemaker. So was Last Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah. Peacemaker was not bad. Yeah. So maybe um, maybe he's figured it out. Um, the Marvels had the worst U.S. box office start in MCU history. I think we said this last time. Yeah. Uh, so it's That's continued nice. to not do well. <laughs> well, the girl who plays Kamala Khan, I forget her name, but she was like, you know, she thinks that people don't really care about the characters, I guess, and they have to really work on doing that to fix it. And I was like, yeah, I guess that's true. Because... It's a very measured take. <laughs> very accurate, actually. Yeah, I mean, it's very simple, but at the same time, it's true. I mean, Shang-Chi, I thought that the fighting and that was really good, but we haven't seen Shang-Chi in, like, five years. Like, anything about his character. Uh, Wong, we see him, we kind of like, we like him, but he's also one of the older guys, I think, at this point. Yeah, he's he's the one where you just get excited where it's like, oh my god, it's Benedict Wong playing Wong. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> they didn't try hard enough. Um yeah, What's but his I character's think, name. <laughs> I can't think of any characters that have come on in like the past five years that I'm like, yeah, I really like them. Uh I kinda like Moon Knight, kinda. <laughs> Yeah, but, but I mean, have you seen him anymore? Have they really even played him up? No, I think they forgot they made that show. I yeah. forgot we talked about it. Yeah, Werewolf <laughs> by was... Night. That that was something people got really excited about, and then like nothing happened with. Well, the sun came up. Yeah, but they they were going to try to tie <laughs> him in, from my understanding. Mm. Yeah, werewolves, werewolves of sunlight doesn't mix. I'm not seeing it. <laughs> not tonight. Nah, yeah. Uh, Family Guy got moved. Uh, Tim Allen says Disney has reached out to him and Tom Hanks for Toy Story 5. I think they're going to try to reconvene with Andy, but if you saw the end of Toy Story 4, you would know that Bo Peep and Woody kind of ran off to do their thing while everybody else did not. They... There's like some girl that they're with now, like young girl, uh, Buzz and all of them. She's like their owner. I don't know. 
this, speaking of cash grabs, seems like a cash grab to me. They're always good, though. Is, I did enjoy the fourth one. I thought the fourth one was going to be just like a dud. Yeah, it, it was nowhere, very, but... very good. That was your movie of the year that year, wasn't it? Or one of them. Yeah, I think, I think it was that and maybe um, Zombieland 2. <sighs> Zombieland 2 was really good. Yeah. We, we rewatched the first one uh, around Halloween. I was like, fuck, these are so good. <laughs> I like I forget about them as soon as I, you know, finish watching them. But they're such good movies. Yeah, both I, of them are really good. That's what made the second one so crazy is because it took forever for them to come out with it, and then it was they got everybody back together, the band back together essentially, and then it was great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, it was. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, uh, we said it at the time, that was probably the biggest surprise of the year, that that one was, is I enjoyed it as much as I did. Uh, yeah, totally. Um, Scream 7, reportedly eyeing Nev Campbell to return. So what happened in like Scream 5 or 6 is, I think they didn't want to pay her, and she was like, alright, well, I'm just going to walk. And then uh, Jenna Ortega... It, for the Scream 7 won't be able to make it because of Wednesday, the TV show, then like some kind of conflict of schedule. And then there's another main character who said something about the Palestine-Israel uh, war, and they let her go. So now they're going back to the well. Wow. <laughs> yeah, um, I knew this was going to happen at some point. I mean, it's <laughs> it, it feels weird to do Scream without Sidney Prescott. Uh, so yeah, but just the way they've gone back to her after how they did her. <laughs> well, well, you had Courtney Cox going, yeah, Sydney's just, she needed a break. <laughs> She's just up doing her own thing, but she'll probably be back in the next movie. I mean, uh, the next time scream shows up or whatever. Yeah. Needs a break <laughs> though. Needs a break from someone trying to kill them. I need a break permanently from that. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know how it is. I mean, she's only been dealing with this for the last 20 years of her life. So 1998 is when the first one came out. So it's almost it's 25, 25 years. years. That's a quarter of a century. That last one was really good. Was I really like Scream much? 6 a lot. Scream 5 was terrible. <laughs> um, I have not watched it, but I'm intrigued to go back and watch all of them. Um, Very good. I remember the first one. Um, speaking of movies that have sequels, currently, um, and this is just a little side tangent, me and the wife, uh, we've decided to watch um, some holiday movies. And we oh. found a holiday movie that the first one's really good and it kind of progressively gets worse. Um, Taken, have you heard of it? Um, the first Taken movie with Liam Neeson, very good. Oh, I heard the that he had as a very particular set of skills oh he does and let me tell you one is not running because every movie i see him in he looks like he has a corn cob shoved right his poop <laughs> and then like, you'll see people <laughs> trying to chase after him and they're like flailing and sometimes they pull out show them running and they're like breakneck running and he, you show him like at a brisk jog just moseying down the street <laughs> Yeah, and in this movie, there was a lot of, in the second one, there was a lot of things where I was like, what the fuck? 
there was uh, like, <laughs> grenades in this like city. And I'm like, yeah, throw the grenade and I'll see if I can hear it. And this girl, his daughter, like threw like three grenades out there in this city. And I was like, yeah, this is why people hate Americans. We're out here throwing yeah. grenades in their like t- towns and countries, <laughs> and, like just so Liam Neeson can be found. That's what we did when we went to Paris. We brought a ton of grenades and just left them everywhere. Yeah, jeez. They hate it. Yeah, I wonder why. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, this is just some crazy shit right here. There were some other things that I remember seeing in that movie, and I was like, this is stupid. The first one was really good. We watched it, and I was like, yeah. The second one, we watched it, I'm like, no. But uh, number three is on Max. Going to be watching that. Hopefully, a return to form. Uh, yeah, that first Taken is really good. I don't know if I've seen any of the other ones. I know that they kept making them, but I think I stopped at the. I think that was like a. It was like a group hangout the first time I saw Taken in in high school. It was like a group of, uh, like an extended friend group, <laughs> went to the Kernersville movie theater to see the first Taken. That's crazy. That's how old we are. Kernis will have a movie theater. (laughs) They still have a movie theater. It's closed. No, it came back. What? (laughs) Yeah. It closed and came back. This has just rocked my entire world. Some some family bought it. They bought it, and I think it's been back since, like, March or April. Mm, That just doesn't sound right. Did they keep the rats, or do you think that they got rid of the rats? There's been upgrades. Oh, so, so it's not a family of rats that owns and operates the theater now? Um, I haven't seen the family. Well, no, I did see the family. Yeah, they're just mm-hmm. a bunch of white people. Oh, so um, they're not just a bunch of rats, like, stacked on top of each other in human clothes? No. Okay. No. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. <laughs> just a bunch of rats in a trench coat. <laughs> we heard the rumors, and we're here to tell you they're true. <laughs> um, Here's a shocker for me. Well, not really, but it's terrible five nights at freddy's is bloomhouse's biggest film ever how it, it brought in 300 million and that movie was terrible that seems how 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 yeah. this this that that's really upset me <laughs> so many better better movies and i get that like saw one didn't make a huge splash, even though I think that's like one of the cult kind of classics at this but point. Jason Blumhouse puts his name on fucking anything. How is this the highest grossing? I have no idea. This makes this makes no sense to me. <laughs> sense to nobody. I saw the movie and it was terrible. I've taken dumps that are more pleasant than watching that. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I had somewhere to go with that, but I didn't. Oh, it was just disappointing. Hmm. Um, So, Jake, we're at our first What You Think, Jake. Uh, Red Lobster uh, apparently says English Shrimp is responsible for $11.3 million loss. Um, Well, I was responsible for at least uh, $10 million worth of that. Um, because I love me some shrimps. Yum yum yum. 
Yeah, I mean, I love shrimp because I'm pescatarian, but at the same time, how much shrimp are people eating? That's a lot of fucking shrimp. Uh, like, I think shrimp is like a piece. Like, let's just one shrimp. How much do you think it is? Like a single shrimp. It's like seventy-five cents. Well, no, it gets it decreases in value as uh, they eat it. I don't know. Like, how much was the endless shrimp thing? Was it like twenty-nine ninety-nine or nineteen ninety-nine? Yeah, we got to. So let's do some quick math here. So you can usually, even now, considering inflation, uh, you can get like a pound of shrimp for like, depending on when it's on sale. Also, is it jumbo shrimp or popcorn shrimp? Because there's a huge difference in the amount of shrimps per dollar that we're talking about. Let's just say it's jumbo shrimp because okay. Red Lobster is a fine dining establishment. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> so. If it's say a pound of shrimp is maybe twelve dollars, and you're saying so they're probably getting them even cheaper. They're getting a discount. So let's say you're getting eight. Yeah, we'll say ten because that'll make it easier to do this imaginary math that I'm going to pretend like I'm going to be able to figure out here. So let let's say ten dollars for a pound of uh, jumbo shrimp, and you're charging people thirty dollars for endless shrimp. That's three pounds of shrimp, and people are eating more than three pounds of shrimp in a single setting. So if That's you divide, crazy. so let me pull out my calculator here. That means that the average American, <laughs> I got the results already. They're back in. Uh, oh God, is it negative or positive? Uh, it's both. Um, oh God, so I've got Sorry. good news and terrible news. The good news is, is that. Um, <clears throat> the world's uh, shrimp population is officially decimated. That, that's right. the good news. Um, the bad news is that, um, according to this article you posted, that 962 people died from eating too many shrimps. And um, yeah, <laughs> the top post on this is Long Live Red Lobster. <laughs> well damn i wonder if it's like mercury poisoning or something uh no i have no idea if anyone died or not uh that's oh. a lot of that's a lot of fucking shrimp so we, you're basically if someone can sit down and eat more than three pounds of shrimp and you're losing money on that that's your fucking fault <laughs> yeah that's all i've got to say they severely underestimated how much Americans can eat and how much we love shrimp. Yeah, I should probably cap that. Yeah. Endless shrimp. Have you ever been to like an all-you-can-eat sushi place? That's the only comparable thing that I can compare this to. I have not. I have been to, I've been to a couple different places. There's a place in Raleigh called Rock and Roll Sushi. There's like the conveyor belt style where, where you pay I think it's $25 a person. And you basically, you sit down at a booth, the conveyor belt comes through uh, on the side of your booth, and you can just open the little slot, grab whatever you want, and you can just eat until uh, you can't eat anymore. <laughs> um, and it's, it's extremely difficult to eat. You definitely feel like you get your money's worth, but eating a shit ton of sushi is extremely filling. Um, there's another place in High Point where I think it's like $40, $50 a person. 
Where is that at? Uh, it's at the Palladium. <laughs> oh, okay. King Sushi. Let's go. We should go there soon, actually. Actually, you know what? I don't think it's $50. It may be like 30 ish But it's also, you know, another all-you-can-eat sushi place. So you can, it's not a conveyor belt. You just you can sit down and order what you want. Um, and they just keep bringing it out, you know, however, however much you want to. You can eat a lot of fucking sushi. And I still can't, I still don't think I've ever eaten three pounds of something in one go, though. That seems excessive to me. But... If the if it technically is all you can eat, then uh, if you're not you know feeling like you wish you had died by the end of that meal, then you haven't gotten your money's worth. Challenge accepted, <laughs> some would yeah. say. Ugh. But eating an all-you-can-eat buffet is not a challenge, so please keep that in mind. Um, on to the next. Jake, did you see the new trailer for um, GTA Six? I did. And I've got to say that I'm furious that the GTA has gone woke. <laughs> what, do what do you mean? What do you mean woke? There was a, I, there's some people on X.com that are complaining about a lack of white characters <laughs> in this trailer. They're in Miami, aren't they? Yes. <laughs> and seemingly people are forgetting... <laughs> That Vice City, aka Fake Miami, is uh, actually a very multicultural and diverse place. Um, uh, yeah, but the Hispanic population is very high there. Very, very high there. I mean, there's a high population of multiple ethnicities there, and so, like I said, GTA's gone woke. This game will be terrible. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> now this looks fucking sick. Like I've. I, G- Grand Theft Auto has not been my favorite franchise, to be honest. Uh, I much prefer <laughs> Red Dead Redemption. I think that's Rockstar really firing on all cylinders, and that's the peak of their writing. Having said that, this is a very well-made trailer that tells us pretty much nothing about this game. We know that there's going to be a, a female and a male protagonist that are a couple, uh, and I think you kind of spend the what looks like the main story kind of switching between the two of those uh, two of those characters but what is really clever about this is that it's based on this trailer is based on a ton of actual florida crazy florida news stories and like social media posts so almost every single shot in this is a remake of a real news thing that's happened in florida <laughs> so like it's joker, the florida or miami joker or something like that yeah Almost every single shot in this 90 second trailer <laughs> is has like a um, a real world equivalent thing that it's based off of. So that's hilarious. I know it's Ford is always doing some crazy shit. Yeah, it seems more topical than ever that they've decided to go back to uh, fake. Even their fake Florida is not as crazy as the real Florida. <laughs> I don't think anything. Could be as crazy as the real Florida. So like there's expectations and boundaries yep. in the real world that we live in, and somehow Florida just always exceeds that. I talked about it a couple weeks ago. I was worried that our conspiracy theorist Uber driver was going to kidnap us when we were in Florida, mm-hmm. and it was pretty fucking weird and scary. <laughs> he told us that chickens aren't real. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jo. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, okay, cool. Yeah, I always he, thought he, that myself. He said that if you buy eggs from a store, they're actually genet- it's genetically modified food that the government designed to implant thoughts in your mind. <laughs> they're like, uh, yeah, actually, you know, what? I put in the we'll, wrong address. I think this we'll is walk story. the we'll walk the thirty the twenty miles home. <laughs> yeah, we should be there by tomorrow. Yeah, God, it's it's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, yeah, Florida, Florida is a different kind of place so it seems cocaine and stuff like that doesn't even think twice about it (laughs) it's all natural man it's from the coca plant yeah it's just cut with a little bit of something something they used to put this in coca-cola yeah get with the times (laughs) bitches get with the times in 1896 (laughs) (laughs) that's when the world was simple the world was simple. You could have a nice, refreshing cocaine soda, and no one said anything. Yeah. <laughs> no one was woke, and domestic abuse was the hottest thing. That's right. You could, you could do whatever you wanted, and if a woman complained, they were like, well, she's clearly hysterical. She's a witch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I think it's probably a really vocal minority of people. Uh, that are complaining about this trailer because I thought I watched it a couple times the day it came out and I was like this you know it looks fucking sick it looks really it's a really really well made trailer um, and nice to see Tom Petty getting a shout out <laughs> yeah so, I understood that that song got a lot of streaming once um, that was released yeah and apparently it's the most watched YouTube video ever or at least in the first, like, broke a record for the most views in the first 24 hours or something like that. Yeah, insane. But it is a big game, and it's been 10 years since the last one came out, so it makes sense. And it'll be 12 years uh, since the last one came out by the time this one comes out, probably. <laughs> All it said yeah. at the end was 2025. <laughs> so we'll... It could still, it's crazy to think that that could still be maybe two years away or even more if it gets delayed or not. I would assume that Rockstar are pretty good about not really talking about this kind of stuff until they're pretty sure they have a release date. Having said that, 
video games especially those slip all the time for various reasons so we'll we'll see <laughs> the timing of it's a little strange i wonder if they felt like they had to give people stuff like something to keep them entertained well it was just last year we were talking about that big uh where they got hacked and that guy had leaked a whole bunch of details about this uh, yeah. and people were like oh this looks like shit and it's like yeah it's not, they're still working on it <laughs> yeah 2025 man. bitches and clearly i mean we're talking about something that is not three years away from being finished and presumably this what we were looking at people have been working on for three or four years on top of that so they really take their sweet ass time making a game and it's usually worth it unlike some of the other ports and stuff like the the GTA trilogy that they released that they really half-assed mm-hmm. <laughs> that they farmed out that Red Dead Redemption release re-release that they barely did anything to oh, charge fifty dollars for, like $50. and that I yeah, yeah and that I bought like a fucking moron. <laughs> but you liked the game for a little bit, didn't you? I did. Uh, I bought it on the Switch because I was like, oh, this will be great. And then like uh, literally a month later, they're like, oh, we got a 60 FPS patch for the PS5 version. God, dirt. <laughs> <laughs> Can I trade this in? No, sir. It's a no. <laughs> no. No. You could buy it again, though, if you want. <laughs> I'm sure they won't mind that. No. They At a discount? No. No, no, no. Full price. Full price. Um. And lastly, but not leastly, um, and segueing perfectly into our main topic for this week. Oh! Squid Game The Challenge is returning for a second season. But right now, Ryan and I are about to talk about the first season, or at least the first nine episodes of this, at least. Well, (laughs) well, almost. There's just... One more thing I want to touch on. Oh, Jake, our news. I thought, I thought we said Warfare. we weren't going to do that. <laughs> we, God of War wanted to Oh yes. have Kratos take on Christianity. What you think, Jake? What you think, Jake? Would you like to see Kratos get in a fight with Jesus and God? I don't know. I'd love to see him like maybe beat up some uh, priests that... M- did some child molestation. I wouldn't care about that. I think that'd be a good thing, actually. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, He'll take them all on. I think that um, it would it would be an interesting thing, especially if you look at like you, Old Testament versus New Testament. I think. Uh, <laughs> I think it'd probably be a lot of like Old Testament stuff that they'd probably draw on for inspiration, or maybe even just like Catholicism in general. I I think would make for maybe a more dynamic set of like characters. Um, everything that they've done so far in God of War has been mythology based around polytheism. Basically meaning there's more than one God. So you've got a big wealth of things to kind of like draw from there. Christianity would be a little bit different, obviously, as a, as a religion. That's why I think they'd probably go with something like Catholicism, where you've got all the saints and all the, all the like God's middlemen and stuff like that. 
Uh, I think you could do something, you could write a story more interesting with that. Uh, but if there's a team of people that I would trust to do it, it would be uh, Santa Monica Studios <laughs> and Corey Balrog because they've made some absolute bangers, especially these last two. Mm -hmm. uh, the fans that wrote this theory that are suggesting this, I don't know. I don't know if I trust them as much to make you know, something uh, competent, but we'll see. I think for, for what it's worth, what I have seen is that they are moving on from Norse mythology and they're potentially moving to some more uh, like Japanese centric Shinto and Buddhism religion uh, mythology that they're maybe trying to move Kratos into. Uh, we'll, we'll see. Um, God of War and God of War Ragnarok were both like really, really good and, I think did a really interesting job of taking these myths and legends and kind of adapting them into a coherent story and taking these gods and adapting them into like believable uh, characters that are well-written, something that they do very, very well. So we'll, we'll see. Anyways, I'm a little bummed. I... <laughs> you did that very well. I was hoping you would struggle and... <laughs> Feel awkward. And... Well, it's because I've had like an hour to think about it since the, we actually hit record. So, because <laughs> I knew this question was coming. <laughs> Note to self. Note to self. Don't give time to think about response. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Well, how do you? Mean, how do you feel? About do I, feel <laughs> I mean, I feel like everything could be on the table. Obviously you're going to be pissing off a lot of people, but, you know, really, let's just think about games, like, in general. All these games, like God of War, or any of these, you're essentially killing people who, and that's okay. So now it's not okay to kill this religion because it makes you upset or uncomfortable when they've been killing other religions and it's been okay. I say leave everything out on the table, you know, that's what they want to do. That's what they want to do. But they will alienate some people, and people will definitely be like, I hate this God of War game, blah, blah, blah. They'll get terrible There's... ratings because people will bomb it. Yeah. And your dad will hear about it on, on uh, Hannity. Be like, can oh, you yeah, believe they what they're putting totally in video games now? <laughs> they would can totally you... talk about that. Can you believe that he's taking an axe and fighting Jesus? <laughs> You know what they should do? They or Pope should, Francis, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> they should have him take on all the American presidents. Like Jake Watson, <laughs> Abraham Lincoln and Donald Trump. Um, Teddy Roosevelt. William Howard Taft. Yeah. J uh, was it James Garfield? James Garfield. <laughs> JFK. Obama. <laughs> I'd love to see... I'd look fuck Mary Keel, JFK, Obama, or Kratos. Who really fascinated JFK? <laughs> so just uh, something to ponder on there. Yes, absolutely. I love I love that I had the perfect segue <laughs> into the main topic, and we're like, actually, hold up, we're gonna take a <laughs> five minute detour here into something else. It's the one I've been waiting on when I saw it, and I was like, oh my god, this is the one. Oh, we should have jumped straight into the shrimp thing to that. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes! Okay, oh, I digress. We went straight from Red Lobster to fighting uh, 
fighting Christianity. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you just gotta do what you gotta do. Well, if anyone could do it, Kratos probably could, because that dude is fucking ripped. He <laughs> He's is, got a sick ass beard. He's killed everybody else. Swinging that axe, having it fly off and return. Oh, feels so good. <laughs> so cool. And then he's had a kid, so you know he fucks. He does. His wife wife is super dead, and he's got a little bit of PTSD he's not dealing with. <laughs> mm-hmm. Classic dude syndrome. Yep. Yep, sounds like some people I know. Won't say any names, but if you're listening, I know. All right, so uh, we watched Squid Games Sorry. this week. I took a big old sip of beer there while you were talking, and I thought oh, you'd okay. be talking for a little bit longer. <laughs> I'll be talking for longer, so we will be together in like three episodes. We're going to do the 200th in person, so I'll be able to look at you, and you'll be able to look at me, and we'll know what each other's mouths are doing. We may wind up doing two on the same day and release, and then pretending like, oh, here's a month's worth of content. <laughs> Ta-da! Ta-da! Oh, we're going to be so tired. We're going to be like, all right, well... <laughs> yeah, this is definitely not the second one we did today. <laughs> yeah, you'll be able to tell by the energy and by how much we're talking. Like, Progressively oh, drunker by this. <laughs> My wife keeps calling. I'm like, God, not again. Um, Perfect. Yep, perfect segue to Squid Game the Challenge. We have talked about this, I think, for like a year. That's that I almost said since Squid Game announced it. Since Netflix announced this, we've been talking about how this seems it, the idea of it seemed morally reprehensible based on what that original series was trying to say. <laughs> Rich fucks making poor people fight to the death for their own entertainment. And Netflix went, this got a lot of streams. We're going to make a reality show version of this. And God damn it. If it isn't actually really entertaining to watch. <laughs> it is. It's so well done. If you take what I think is some very legitimate concerns about the way that it's presented and makes me feel kind of weird about the way that it treats actual people that are kind of down on their luck in a lot of situations and making them do all these challenges and behind the scenes live in not maybe not the greatest of conditions for like a week at a time to to do this it's so well shot and produced and every single piece of this is just extremely well done extremely high budget and just really recreates almost every single piece of those sets in to to a T it's crazy how much I didn't for some reason could not picture what a real life squid game would look like. And it, the answer is, Oh, it's exactly like the show was Yeah, and exactly you can't forget the human element too, because that's <laughs> what's a big selling point for it. Um, you have your villains and you have your good people. And I don't think that's scripted. I think that's what you get. Uh, obviously, it, it's interesting to see how that society, it's like a social experiment, how 
people just don't want to stand out too much because if you stand out too much, then you're going to be a target for the picking. Yeah. Um, and that's, it's very interesting. You can also see like the weak people versus like the strong people and just a lot of clashing of mentalities and things like that. Leaders um, and followers. Yeah. Nah, yeah. And it is. I like, I no, like people calm and like they don't try to stand out. There's a lady who we called uh, Billie Eilish. She has like she's English and she has like yellow streaks the, in her hair the, at the front. The, the video game developer that was really good at the battleship game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I really liked her. Yeah, she was. <laughs> she's been one of my favorites just because of how she. Uh, Several of these, they're, the way that they're divided up, the games that are divided up, they, you can tell that the first group, they always tend to focus on a lot more and they draw theirs out. And I get the feeling that they're, it, that the reason would be because either the characters are more suited for that or that they a certain team struggles more. But when she, her sequence literally lasts like four seconds where she's just like boom, boom, boom. Like you, you get the sense that she knew exactly how to play that game and just destroy that other team almost single-handedly. And she's really good at rummy. She never not rolls sixes. Yep. Yep. She had that down to a science. Yeah, this, this, this show is just, yeah, I, for some reason, like I, I had for me, I, I don't know how it was for you, but for me, I had a really hard time picturing what this would would be like i think i've probably watched a lot more of netflix reality stuff especially like love is blind like the dating stuff and all that's done to a really like high quality too but they netflix loves putting real people in really fucked up situations so i i guess i don't know why i couldn't picture that they would just redo the set of squid game (laughs) and really make put people in even more fucked up situations um in this but did did you have a hard time like picturing is this like what you exactly what you thought it would be or is it is it different i don't know if i had any kind of preconception of what i thought it was going to look like but if i thought about it like trying to remove myself from what i've seen and you are a producer of the show or whatever, and this is kind of how my mentality, I assume, would go. Um, And I think, like, all right, well, what's the best way we can do this? Well, what if we just see how practical it is to make everything like it is in the show because we already have kind of a, um, a playing field for that. We have an idea of what that would look like. And then be like, yeah, you could put all these bunk beds on top of each other and have all these people live in these like confines and yeah you could have them in a big warehouse and yeah you could build these sets now some of those sets are kind of um, very interesting like they go in some rooms and they're just like all white um and bright and stuff like that and i thought that was kind of interesting how Um, much of a pain in the ass would walking up all those steps be every time you go to a new challenge yeah they take them down some (laughs) weird ass corridors and stuff like that i thought that was interesting um yeah i don't know how they built that 
but it looks the exact same as the one on the movie. So I'm just assuming that maybe they just use the same props or um, built something a little more sturdier that's very similar. Uh, is this fucking the, identical. Is this, is this where the actual uh, Squid Games movie was filmed? No, the, the original series was uh, in Korea and I think was actually filmed independent of Netflix and then they kind of sold like the rights to it for like worldwide distribution. I Jeez. don't think when they made it that they actually really it definitely seemed like something that they kind of pitched to them to like sell and distribute and it wound up being a much bigger deal than they thought it was going to be. And so Netflix, you know, a couple years later is like, well, we have the rights to this franchise now. Let's rebuild all these sets. And I, they film it in, they film it in the UK and apparently they did this in the, the middle of winter <laughs> and people were very cold and uncomfortable and it's not all filmed in real time necessarily. Like the apparently red light, green light took like hours to film that way. And that was the only, I think the article that I have pulled up said that that's the only one that they had to film at like a separate location because of the sheer amount of people that were there. I mean, 456 people, you need a huge open space to be able to accommodate that many <laughs> that many people honestly about you know now that you eliminate like 200 or so after the first game then they they yeah. kind of took them to the, the second location which was basically two big warehouses that they've turned into these film sets um for these different the different games and the dormitory and all that stuff yeah i and uh, they also have like the picky bank of money above them, like the TV show did. Some very fake looking American money as well. <laughs> I know. I, but heavy none, nonetheless, I, that's a lot of money. I'm sure like, they'll I just mean, write you a check. I think even in the original show, they just did a direct deposit at the end of it. <laughs> They did, yeah. <laughs> it was really for showmanship, but I mean, you know, it's the show that they, in good faith. Um, but yeah, I just, I really love the human element of it. I also think that everything's very true to the game, and you get to see how, how jackassy people can be, and you can also see um, how kind of courageous some people can be, or how much of a little whiny bitch some people can be. Um, I think the bitchiest people I've seen were like the guys, which I thought was interesting. You know, a lot of people just picture guys being macho. Um, and a lot of them were like, Whoa. well, that's the, that's the thing about a lot of people that put on that front is that it's a front. <laughs> yeah. And who you are underneath of that is oftentimes, uh, the exact opposite of whatever you're trying to kind of put out there. Yeah. So if I'm not cool and I'm not exhibiting cool behavior, that really does mean that I am somebody. I'm very a cool, cool motherfucker. Yeah. I'm like <laughs> Samuel Jackson. Yeah. That makes sense to me. I'm like, uh, Drew Jamie, Jamie Foxx's character in horrible bosses. I'm motherfucker Jones. Yeah. <laughs> Don't have to fake it to make it. I am <laughs> this thing all the time. 
Yeah. What what was your um, not favorite episode, but maybe favorite favorite game or favorite sequence that they have have done so far in this? Well, mm, what? So I really like the bridge game. Um, I found that episode to be interesting. Also, very tense. TV show, yeah. Um, interesting. I love the dynamic of how the higher numbers, the people who were going last after watching the guinea pigs go forward and make the wrong decisions. I found that interesting. Like how they were like the higher numbers, were like yeah, just. Just go in, just do it. Just do it. And a lot of the lower numbers are like trying to really try to figure out what they needed to do. They like, rewrite okay. the rules. Yeah. That's oh, not what they did in the, the, the show. They was every man for themselves. So, you know, if you're a low number, you are fucked. Like there's yeah, no way. 50, 50 <laughs> for everybody, but yeah, I, without giving up too much. But one thing that I will say is um, obviously, they're not killing people, and it's not glass uh, like it was in the in the show. But if they jump on it, I mean, somebody could just like press a button. It could be anybody. I mean, they can decide right then and there. Isn't like it was predetermined, right? They can be like, all right, well, we're just going to open this one. This person stepped on it. It may have been the one that we chose, or may have not been. Maybe I we didn't be- make a decision. I would love to know that is, that is a great point that I honestly had not thought about until you said that if both of the, and the bridge game, if both of those panels are rigged to collapse and it's up to whoever's controlling it in the moment to decide which one, uh, you know, which person gets eliminated in that moment, that would be fascinating to know. It would definitely, but I would be willing to bet that both of them, now that you pointed that out, both of them could collapse if they want them to. <laughs> yeah, because I'm thinking like the first guy to go up, you know, coach, and yep. then what happened to coach? Um, uh, falls immediately. <laughs> yes, and I was just wondering, like, if that had happened, like on the other, would they have? Would he have fell through? And they're like supporting narratives too, like. They're trying to truncate the the masses down to like three people, eventually being one person. Um, That's got to be two at the very end when they do the Squid Game slap fight thing. Yeah, which I wonder how that's going to work. So the finale played, we're doing this Wednesday night, um, and the finale mm-hmm. didn't come on, wasn't available until nine. I'm assuming East Coast nine, not nine west coast so it'd be like midnight here on the east coast <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah or even if episode 10 was the finale because we're i guess we're about to see if there's uh maybe another elimination or if they do that weird um <laughs> dinner that they did where they made them dress up and they had the dinner oh, the they are doing the dinner they are yeah. doing the dinner i see them dressed sick. up and um yeah, it kind of gets me excited for like the TV show, um, not like the game show, but like the TV show to come back or the. It makes me want to rewatch it again. Yeah, maybe especially you the... have an understanding that the old man is the uh, the guy pulling the strings too. Yeah, 
Makes me want to rewatch it in uh, Korean this time to see <laughs> see if it's a different sort of experience. I think that they did they did a decent. Sometimes with dubbing, they do not so great of a job of kind of recapturing what the actor in the native language was trying to do. But it seemed like they were mostly doing a de- decent job of matching their emotions, at least in the their you know acting, but. We'll see. I, I, I think I'd like to watch it in, in Korean again with no subtitles. I don't want to know anything that's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make my own inferences. And I'm also going to close my eyes, so I'm not going to be able to see what's going on either. <laughs> so you're kind of like just learning. I'm just taking a nap. I'm taking a nap. That's what's happening. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> it all makes but sense now. But I'll but I'll be able to speak Korean when I wake up. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's how that works. <laughs> but yeah, that I thought that was like one of the TV shows where you know how you hear something you're like that'll never come to fruition and then it does. Like example, Corona whenever it started coming out and you'd see all these people in like China wearing masks and you're like I couldn't imagine a world like in america where people wear masks well Well, here we are Um, well guess what a lot of people also never decided to do that either (laughs) even when people were dying yeah and i just felt that way about the overdub i was like there's no way that a ton of people are going to be watching an overdub tv show and you know it's going to get a lot of airplay or a lot of attention and then son of a bitch if it didn't it was it, it's it's one of those weird things where you'd be like that would never you know it, it would have its fans but you would never have anticipated that, that it would be such a cultural phenomenon where like fucking tiger king the year before that where everybody was talking about that for a month it, it was yeah, crazy but, and i'm not denying that the entertainment factor of it and it probably would have been big but it also helped that covid was going on and i think that also springboarded all that to be more it, popular definitely, definitely bring a lot of things to light and question it definitely did but squid, squid game was definitely one of those where i mean tiger king as crazy as it seems if you're not american if you've grown up in certain parts of this country, you probably have met someone like Joe Exotic. <laughs> let's let's be fair. Like it's not <laughs> those balls were like gold nuggets. That boy, <laughs> that was like but the I craziest. Th- I would go back and watch that just to see all the fucking nuts. Crazy yeah. shit. I did see that original Squid Game is is trending now. Oh. That people have you know finished the 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 challenge and they've gone back and rewatched that. I think that Squid Game in 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 addition to, I think that not not only was it just such a such a different sort of thing, but uh, you know, it, if we're being honest, as Americans, we do not often consume lots of media from outside of this country. We get some uh, we get some British stuff sometimes, uh, mm-hmm. but that's about it. I, we are not people hate reading; they hate reading subtitles. 
And we, you know, the vast majority of people that don't watch anime do not engage in media from other countries all that often. So for it to be this, um, you know, honestly, when, when me and Olivia first saw it come up on Netflix, we thought it was a game show. <laughs> and then we watched the trailer and realized, oh, it's a Korean drama. And now it's come full circle to where now, no, it's an American produced <laughs> game show based on the Korean drama. <laughs> I wouldn't We're... be calling that full circle. I would just call that stealing to make money. <laughs> <laughs> it's not stealing if you signed a contract. Well, we're very good at that, aren't we? <laughs> Where we'd be like, no, this was our idea the whole time. <laughs> nope. I don't bring me that. We have nothing there, guy. Which, uh, I'm very uncomfortable with the term we in this, but yeah. <laughs> no, it's um, it, it was a crazy time that, that, that it blew up as big as it did. And I don't think that this is, it's not going to have the same like, you know, cultural impact because it's the second thing. But a lot of people online are talking about this and it's, it's a, it's crazy that it exists and it's, it's crazy that it's as good as it is. I think that the, the, uh, the battleship episode is, was, was my personal favorite just because of how well done it was. I love the way it was shot, the way that it was produced, the, just the amount of thought that went into depicting that. I would love if there was, was like an actual like if you could go to a place like an escape room or something like that where you could play a real life version of Battleship like that. Like it's so, it looked like it would be so much fun and so just just well done to be in that to be on that set and experience what that would um, be like. Maybe divorced from you are either winning or losing four and a half million dollars. I think that would add some of the, that would bring the stakes a little bit higher, but that part was just that, that episode in particular was just, was so well done, so well produced. And I felt so tense and uncomfortable, but was also just so impressed with how they chose to swap out tug of war for that. And I thought that was just uh, was so cool. And I thought that that particular episode it was, was so well shocker. done. Yeah, because I don't think nobody assumed that was going to be the thing. No, I I had a feeling that it wasn't going to be tug of war, but I didn't know what it would be in its place. Like you, you knew everybody was expecting it, and they were showing people talk about it too much to be, you know, to actually be tug of war. Um, we I don't believe we're going to see tug of war unless they have three people tugging at like playing tug of war two people that it gets reduced to tugging i don't think that's going to be the case i think that was Um, a whole that was a brilliant fake out because a lot of people selected their teams based on who they thought would be like the strongest in that scenarios and all of a sudden it was a game of strategy instead of just out and out strength so (laughs) it was a really really cool fake out the only time they fake them out on on this other than the like uh between game like tests and challenges and stuff. 
Yeah, there's also tests. I we haven't touched on that. Basically, you person A and B get called to go do something, and then you know during that time it's possible that there may be a test, or they may just bring like a random phone into like the big room where everybody is at, and then the phone or will ring. And yeah, you know, the craziest test was the Gabu gang or whatever, where it was the old man and the young guy, and they were like, oh, oh. this is this game, and then, you know, we were like, oh no, they're going to eliminate one of these fellas, and then they just gave him a chocolate bar. They they look so sad. <laughs> the, the old uh, doctor guy was so good at that game, though. <laughs> he knew he exactly what to do. <laughs> He was a weird, strange person, though. <laughs> he seemed like a really sweet man, but every he time like they bring... seemed like a sweet man, seemed like a serial killer to me. Well, <laughs> he was like, I've got 18 grandchildren, and I've got a lot of hobbies. I love raising bees, and I think about my bees all the time, and I wonder if they ever think about me. <laughs> yeah, and then he's got the tattoos of all his kids on his leg. Yeah. There was a lot of interesting things. I forgot about the bees. I think there was like one more thing that he shared too. It was just like, okay. Yeah, uh, that guy. Yeah, he see <laughs> The other guy, the guy with the mullet, he was apparently like big on TikTok or something before he got on this show. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Olivia was like, oh yeah, it's this guy. And apparently he had, him and his wife, they just had like, this is kind of fucked up. They had like a, a, their baby was born like three months premature. And he's like posted on TikTok. He's like holding the baby up like Simba walking through the middle of Target. Like after the day after they get out of the hospital, like, dude, that baby is three months premature. What the fuck are you doing? Jake, he has a mullet. Like, what do you expect? <laughs> That should have been the dead giveaway. I should have lowered my expectations right then and there. Immediately, yes. Yeah. So I thought this guy was going to be, I thought he was going to be more of a douchebag um, than he was on the show. Um, he was definitely not the worst. He did strike not, me as not, a douchebag, too. He did, but not nearly as bad as some of the people we meet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> People were constantly looking to like double cross or triple cross people. There was like one dude. He was like, oh, yeah, I'm on your team. It was after Battleship or something. And then he immediately pulled somebody. Something different. And then the word got back to the original group and they were like, oh, so this is how it's going to be. And then they eliminated him. He was trying to play the game, but he was also being uh, dishonest. So what we learn is people enjoy honesty. It's crazy the way that you see teams form in a situation where you know that one person is going to win this money. Maybe you're just hoping that, oh, if I stay cool with this person, they'll give me a couple hundred thousand dollars, maybe. (laughs) It is four and a half million dollars before taxes, I'm assuming. Uh... (laughs) Yeah, it's 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 such a 
in addition to you know just the it's what you it's what you touched on it's how people adapt to the situation where if if people if they only got along or if they only hated each other the show wouldn't work at all but it's the way that you see these groups form and then kind of break apart that really draws you in and it's i i'm both impressed and maybe a little disgusted with how netflix is able to set this up and extract those types of emotions from people that are not actors these are these are real people these are not <laughs> these are these are not just you know actors that they've plugged into this is they they're putting actual people in these pretty fucked up situations and in living conditions and you know just seeing what happens seeing how desperate people can be and it's it's impressive and also kind of concerning <laughs> uh well, but it damn if it isn't like it's well made and entertaining to watch yeah and you get to see so much about the people and like the human experiment of it um like how people um uh, discriminate against each other how people are like no i don't know if i want to be the lead on this because you know if you're the lead on this then that could bite you there is one thing that i wish i got from the show i wish that they would do the old flipperoo so like everybody just makes the assumption that one goes first two second third and so on if they flipped it and like 15 would go first 14 would be next 13 because everybody's expecting like hey the number one or the first numbers are going to be the ones going first i wish they would like add that to it too because that could be another wrinkle like there's one that um the bridge and they have to do like a claw game and whenever they pick something out of the claw game it's like a bear and the bear's got a number uh jersey on it and then they have to assign that jersey to one of the players um and i wish they added like a flip of a coin element to it like hey if we flip the coin heads everybody's going to stay. We're going to go in this order or tells we're going to go in the opposite order. Thought that would have been fun. Or if those numbers were completely arbitrary and it's like, if you assigned, if you gave, uh, or if you gave a person a number lower than yours, you have to go before them actually, or something like that. So if you were number 20 and then you drew like number four, and you gave it to someone you didn't like, and you're like, okay, well, actually, number four is actually going to go 20th now, and you've got to go fourth. <laughs> oh, like a trade. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were like, oh, you you had this logic in your head where you're trying to eliminate someone, and now we flipped it to where <laughs> these numbers are irrelevant. You, the, you know, whatever you give out is what you're actually going to have to take on or something like that. It's just another fucked up layer of on top of of everything else that we've seen <laughs> oh it's like that one girl or guy i forget and it was like you get to eliminate three players and then they so smartly had eliminated somebody who was playing the same game as she was who thought they got like the best you know option where you just get the advantage for the next game so you're not eliminating anybody you're not making enemies but then when somebody when this particular individual who went up after that uh the person got the advantage they were like well i'm gonna kick you out because you got an advantage 
very mm. smart. Or that uh, those two people from, I think the first episode where they were peeling carrots and they were like, you got to pick some people. And they were like, you know, number 131, that dude from Kentucky. They're like, he was reacting a little bit too <laughs> dramatically when they, he heard that people got eliminated. So I think he had something to do with it. <laughs> yeah. I forget that guy's name, but he got eliminated. And that's something else. Like, you'll follow certain characters and you'll think, like, they're going to be through and through and they're not. And then, yeah. And then they get dropped at the end of the episode and you're like, oh, shit. And so, it, yeah, it leads to the situation where, ep- you know, you're on episode eight and nine and you're still meeting new people and you're like, these guys have been here the whole fucking time. We haven't even seen them yet. There's 20 people left. <laughs> yeah. Or if you have seen them, they. No speaking part. There's a guy that looks like Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan, the um, Australian guy. Yes. <laughs> you never. Olivia said she. He looked like He Man in the Masters of the Universe. <laughs> I, I can see that. Um, <laughs> and then some of the characters who um, are irrelevant in the beginning become more um, relevant. So that's also interesting. And then some people I don't recall ever seeing like. Number 87 stuck with me because that's the year I was born and like never ever saw him the whole game until like the last couple of episodes. I'm like, oh, there he is. And then, you know, it had a bigger part to play. But yeah, if you're not interesting in the beginning, then you're probably not going to get some airtime. Like uh, the mom and son combo, of course, they're going to be on there. A ton, but and you knew that they were going to have some like tragic backstory. Well, they've all got tragic backstories, kind of. Yeah, they're all broke. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. Take a number. That is that is the uh, the reason that a lot of them are there. Although I think all of us would love to have four and a half million dollars before taxes, probably. I guess. I'm. I mean, if someone just gave it to me, I'm like, if I have to. <laughs> it's before taxes, though, so you know it'll be less after taxes, which is what people love to say when you win the lottery. Be like, well, you know, it's that's the amount before taxes, and after taxes is, is less. So you know, still yeah. a lot of money. It's a. I mean, I wouldn't say no. Yeah, if it was like two million dollars, I'd be like, yeah, it's cool. I'll, I'll take it. Oh, hey, what about the guy who was like, all right, my strategy is to tell everybody I'm go- wanting to go home so they won't. And then he gets voted off. Yeah, he was like, oh, I guess I should have done that. It's just interesting <laughs> some people's strategies and how dumb people are. I'm not saying that I would be like the smartest person on there because there are some really smart people. Um, but that that's just so dumb. That was the worst strategy. Who's the easiest one to eliminate because you don't have to feel bad about it. This guy, he's like, oh, he fucking wants to leave. And we're like, okay, we're going to vote him off. He's like, oh, God damn it. Right. <laughs> what was that about? I have no idea what that guy was thinking. <laughs> but he definitely was putting it out there. And they're like, oh, well, he said he wants to go home. So we're going to eliminate him. Yeah, he told it to a lot of people, too, because they voted hard for him. I'm like, what a putz. What an absolute idiot what anyways if you're listening number whatever you were we'd love to have you on the podcast and explain to us what the hell you were thinking (laughs) 
we need to know. Um, but yeah, I. It's kind of like the Red Wedding. Um, I don't watch Game of Thrones, but I know enough to know that whenever you get invested in a character, in in that particular TV show, that's when um, they die. <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of similar in this Squid Games. I would say the people that we're left with at the moment, um, who are th- there's only three left, that none of them were like my original like oh i like this person yeah they're all they're all surprises and if i am completely honest i don't remember who exactly is left because i haven't watched this in a couple days but we'll definitely be watching the finale if it's episode 10 or even if they stretch it out even into an 11th episode we'll be we'll be tuning in for it yeah it wouldn't surprise me that's how everything is stretching it you know, like when you go to the urinal and someone's next to you, and you're like, "Well, I gotta make my dick look bigger," so you just stretch the hell out of it. Right. I gotta. I love the the urinals at Costco where they go all the way down to the ground. They stretch those yeah. out too. Yeah. But then you're gonna get pee on your ankles and your pants and your shoes. Not if you aim, or if you do like I do, where you stand at the sink and then just launch aim. it. Yeah. What if you just sit there on the ground, like on top of the urinal, and just pee? Be like, I've never under, I don't understand how it works. I don't own one of these. I don't know. I've never seen one of these in my country. Where you from? Oh, I'm from North Carolina. <laughs> okay. I've only ever seen an outhouse. This is this is the way. This is the way. Anyways, yeah, I I don't think I have anything else to to add for this. I think that that was a that's a great way of of talking about this without explicitly spoiling what happened. I don't think we could spoil every single event that happens, or this this episode would be four hours long. It, yeah. It's insane how much they they pack into this, and it's it's very entertaining to watch, it, and it's very well done and well produced and well. Well, every single piece of this is just, you know, <laughs> potential moral ep- issues aside, it's so well done from from top to bottom. Every single piece of this is just, it, it's great TV making. I have, yeah, I have to it's admit, intriguing. That's that's the main thing, um, and it's there's always tension. God, there's always tension. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I can't imagine what it would be like to film this and have to edit all this down into just 10 episodes. That's Ooh. You've got so much to, to choose from. And do you, so you said that um, the producers of the show or whoever was in charge gave everybody who went in there condoms. Um, I think that there was a, a condom dispenser in the, the restrooms. Those uh, very cool. But and yeah, they're were, available if you wanted them. <laughs> oh, I thought they were just giving them out, but like here, don't do it. But here's this. Um, and you said that it was so crazy, like humid in there, or people's lips were chapping, so they're using the lubricant from the condoms to put on their lips. That's one of the many things, you know. People that listen to this, if if you haven't watched this. You know, just do a quick Google and you can find some articles about people talking about their experience filming this because it's been almost a year ago since I actually filmed this. 
Yeah, I think they filmed this last winter. Really? Um, yeah. Whoever won kept their mouth shut for a long time, I guess. Well, they probably had to sign a big NDA until this the show aired, which oh, is God. how these usually go. <laughs> that would be the worst because you'd have to stay at your job, possibly. You're just so, driving the same 99 Honda Civic until you can bring the Lambo to work one day. <laughs> you know, one day it's going to all change. It's going to take some time. But will you die before you make it there? <laughs> but um, yeah, no, they were there. It seems like it was a very difficult thing to film, and they really, <laughs> production really committed to the um, social experiment where they did not treat their contestants very, very well. You can tell, like, if you look at like those white vans that they got to wear, how oh, fucking yeah, dirty they got. <laughs> like, you can you can tell, like, this was like a dusty, dirty, cold place that they were in like it's not do you know just that alone and having to be there for like a week straight or even longer not a comfortable thing to do on top of the pressure of these this weird social experiment you're in where you might get to win four and a half million dollars at the end of it fucking insane (laughs) it might there's a chance there's always a chance because you're there but yeah, it's <sighs> makes me nervous <laughs> that they're just gonna actually start killing people at some point. Like they keep like by season five, they're like, no, we're it's not like ink guns anymore. We're actually just gonna start shooting people. <laughs> well, you never really saw anybody who exited the building ever again. That is true. Although people can post on uh, like they can go like live on Instagram now when the episodes air, they're like, hey. I'm number uh, 169 and I got eliminated on red light, green light. And I had to, (laughs) I was on all fours for like four hours while they were filming the scene. (laughs) Well, that was another thing that we didn't touch on is the little ink uh, packs that whenever they go off, um, if you lose, um, it's like being shot is what it's supposed to simulate in the show. Yeah. Yeah, and then people just slump over or they fall down or whatever, like they're actually dead, which I thought was kind of silly. It I is get kind it. Of silly. Yeah, it is it is silly. Although it is a little bit better than what I thought was happening, whereas that somebody was just had a paintball gun and was just shooting these people when they got oh, eliminated, yeah. which would have been way funnier. <laughs> I wanna see people go, oh, I mean, if you've ever been shot by a paintball, it's it's not like a bullet, but it's still not very fun, and it hurts. <laughs> yeah, we'll tell them to win or try harder. Okay, I will. We'll let them know. Yeah. Try harder next time. <laughs> Makes sense to me. Well, this is, Ryan, this has been a bumper of an episode. We have gone just short of two hours tonight. That's what we do. Poof. Longest I've ever done anything. I mean, it's not as long as we talked about season one of Servant, but it's getting close, isn't it? <laughs> well, when you give it time, we can go individually through the episodes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Brian, is there anything else you want to add before we wrap this one up? No, my bitch ass is going to sleep after this. Hey, me too. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, guys. I think that'll do us for tonight's episode. We'll be back either next week or maybe the week after that. We don't know yet, but we'll figure it out. Um, Thank you for listening. Uh, And as we say at the end of this and every episode of Almost Accurate. Nighty night, bitches. Until the next time, folks. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.